Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back today. Now, usually I record my videos in the late afternoon, then I edit them for a couple of hours, and then I get them posted in the evening, about 7 p.m. London time. But I'm actually recording this video uh, quite early morning. I've been up since 5 a.m. today because I wanted to talk about, uh, let me just say, I, I had a lot of difficulty sleeping overnight just thinking about all the stuff that's about to happen with this stuff, US dollars. And if you've seen my example before where it becomes this stuff, which is shredded US dollars eventually. So I wanna talk about some worrying things I'm seeing in the US economy. And it is worrying, this is not clickbait, I'm not trying to scare you or anything like that. This is all gonna be very logical and based on the data and everything else that we're, we're seeing, what's coming out from the government, what we're seeing on the sort of financial news networks. So I've made a couple of notes. Uh, as I said, I couldn't sleep, so I woke up and I wrote a lot of notes about really just piecing all of this together, where we are now, where I think this is going. And normally I sort of reserve this sort of content for the private community because it is more macro finance um, based. So I just want to say this is not financial advice. This is just what I think in terms of forecasting where I see the US dollar and where I see the US economy going. So with that caveat done, uh, let's get on to the first point then. I want to start off by talking about this base rate rise that the Federal Reserve did yesterday. Now 0.75% um, interest rate rise is a lot. Uh, it really is. It's the biggest in decades and a lot of people said the Fed would never do a rate rise this big. Now the problem I have with it is that I think a lot of economists, a lot of the pundits, a lot of the financial news networks, a lot of the government officials, even the Fed officials, are completely underestimating this level of inflation. And they somehow think that this base rate rise is going to tame inflation. It's not. And I would say to listen to me on this because when everyone else was talking about transitory and, and all these other things, oh, we've peaked, inflation's peaked. If you remember that video I did last month where all these experts said inflation's peaked. And I said, inflation hasn't peaked. We haven't seen all of the quantitative easing that we did a year ago coming through the economy yet. We also haven't seen a lot of the energy price inputs, the fertilizer price inputs, food and energy. We haven't seen a lot of the housing coming through yet. So there's a lot of things that are still to come through the economy, which is why I said that inflation hasn't peaked and why I said it wasn't transitory to begin with. So why I think this base rate rise was a mistake I know a lot of you probably think it's a good thing that they've done these, this high uh, rise. I think it's a mistake. And the reason why I think it's a mistake is that, yes, it was high enough to cause a recession, which I think we're already in. I've been saying this for a long time now. The US is in recession. It will be called probably on, you know, sometime over the next month or two, they'll call it. But I think we've been in a recession since the start of the year. If we ever even came out of the recession from the 2020, because what did they do? They created all this new currency, pumped it into the currency supply, and then they counted that well, not just once, but, but twice within the GDP numbers. So that's the gross domestic product numbers. So not only do we have all this new currency, but it was counted in the GDP number. So I think we're already in a recession and they're going to have to announce it soon. They're going to delay it because this current administration is, uh, well, crazy. Let's just say that, especially some of the comments coming out from the press secretary at the moment, insane. This inflation is, is good for us. We're transitioning into this new economy. 
and uh, people are fine with the inflation. You know, everyone's fine with it. It's, it's not a bad thing. I mean, this is crazy talk. And I always think about this current administration or, or any government, and I think about them in this way. I, I imagine, like, let's say you have built up a business over 20 years and it's been like your baby. You have built this business from the ground up. You started with zero blood, sweat, and tears, and you built it up. Would you want Joe Biden to be the CEO of that business? Let's say that you've got ill health, um, you know, there's something going on in your family, you need to take some time out. Would you appoint Joe Biden as the CEO of your business? I think the answer is no. Would you have someone like Nancy Pelosi as your communications executive? I think no. Would you have, I don't even know her name, the new press secretary that, that's in now, would you have her as your PR lady? I think not. What about Kamala Harris? Would you have her as the managing director? Again, no. So I always think about it in these sort of terms. I think about it from a business point of view because that's my uh, background in terms of after I left the army, I went into building businesses. So that's how I always measure things. Now, okay, that's not a perfect measure to measure politics and business the same, but I do think a lot of it does overlap. And the answer is no, I wouldn't want any of the current administration to be running my business. Absolutely no way, because they would run it into the ground. Now, what are they doing with the US economy? they're running it into the ground. Some terrible decisions have been made and even more terrible decisions are coming down the pipeline, especially around energy and food. And again, watch the videos on the channel. I've talked about that a lot. So you're probably wondering then, what is the background to this 75 basis points rate rise? Well, in my mind, it's big enough that it will cause this recession, but it's not big enough that it's going to stop the inflation. For that, they probably wanted to go to seven or eight percent. Right, we're just putting interest rates up seven or eight percent overnight. Now, what would this have done? Crashed the economy, crashed the stock markets, pretty much crashed everything. But what is going to happen now is that you're going to see this slow stagflationary crash instead. So I think it's going to be even worse than if they just got on with it and they just crashed the economy and put everything into recession because we're already seeing unemployment numbers rising. It might not show it in the data, but it's always laggard. So we're already seeing that. We're seeing consumer confidence crashing. We're seeing consumer spending dropping. We're seeing the savings rate crash. Remember, it did go up because of all the stimulus checks and uh, everything else. We're seeing the debt levels rise. So mainly credit card debt. We are seeing these things rise. How anyone can say this is a great economy, I, I really don't know. Because this is, uh, look, I'm not in the USA, as you know. I, I, I was going to move to the USA, that didn't happen. So I'm quite objective about all of this. My wife is American, as many of you know. So I do have a keen interest in the US economy. And the other aspect to that is that the way you gotta think about the USA is that because they have the fiat currency of the world, the US dollar, everything is connected to the US dollar. So if the US dollar were to go or something really bad happens to it, it's going to affect the whole world. So this is why we have to give context and we have to give importance to the United States over other countries. A lot of people always say, Neil, why do you focus on the USA so much? Please focus on this country or that country, etc." The reason why is because I have to focus my energy into the thing that I think is going to make the biggest impact globally. And it is the US dollar. It is the US economy. And I think this recession that we are already in 
is being underestimated by pretty much everyone. I really, I know, I get it all the time that I'm too negative and, um, you know, my forecasts, oh, he's going to be wrong with his, with his forecasts and all this other stuff. But I really do believe that I'm correct on this. And I think this is going to be a really, really deep recession. The Great Recession, as it's known, of 08 to, what did it finish in, sort of 2012-13 period. I think this recession is going to be worse. And that's saying something. If that was the Great Recession, what are we going to call this? But will it be a Great Depression? Well, I'm not so sure. I think we could go into depression is definitely on the cards. It depends how the Federal Reserve and the government actually handles all this and how other central banks and governments handle it. But so far, everyone's doing a terrible job. They are not handling this in the way that they should handle it. But yeah, I do think we're going to see somewhere in between the Great Recession of 08 and the sort of Great Depression of the 1929-1938 era. I think we're going to see something in between these two periods. So that's not good for housing and the housing market and house values. And I've been saying, I know people don't like what I've been saying about the housing market, but over the last couple of years, you might have thought it's a great opportunity to buy. And for some of you in America, if you're getting these ridiculous 2% 30-year fixed rates, then yeah, okay, um, no, no issues there at all. I think it could even be a good decision because inflation will eat away the capital of that mortgage anyway, even if house prices do drop, which I think they will drop. I think that is coming. Look, it doesn't really matter either way. I'm on the fence with that one. I don't really have an opinion either way based on those metrics I just said to you there. But if you are a cash buyer, yeah, I definitely wouldn't have bought over the last couple of years because I think we're going to see a good opportunity um, coming up. However, However, there is a flip side to this. If we go into this stagflationary recession, which is what I have been forecasting, this is a period of uh, high inflation, low economic output, but high unemployment as well, then we could see a really, really sort of weird situation going on with the housing market. We could see you know, this black swan sort of thing happening as well. This could be really, really strange in that house prices could even plateau or they could go up for a while as well if we're seeing a rush to safety. Because what did I always say? Remember the forecast, very simple. Crypto to go first, NASDAQ to go second, Dow Jones, S&P, FTSE, et cetera, to go next, then the housing market later. And you are seeing this sort of um, running away from different markets into safer markets as we go. What did I say before about all the tech stocks? People would flee tech into energy, agriculture, mining. We've seen that now. And then what we've seen from there is people going to bonds. Bonds are not safe. Now, actually, let's get into bonds and sort of US treasuries, because this is a really crucial point right now. Everyone rushes to bonds because they think they are safe. And actually, some of these bond ETFs are down 30, 35. One of them's even down 40% at the moment. So are they really that safe? Well, let's get into the sort of macro granular details of that. Interest rate rises. The Federal Reserve knows that it needs to do more extreme rate rises. They know that. Why are they not doing it? Because one, well, two reasons. One, they know it will cause a massive recession and they still believe they can hold off this recession. And I've been saying from day one, they cannot hold off this recession. It is not possible. It's a bit like when you have flooding coming in and people put these sandbags in, but the waves getting bigger all the time and they just keep putting more sandbags, more sandbags. Eventually they run out of sandbags and the water comes over the top. 
I mean, this is what really is happening right now. So that's reason number one, they don't want to cause this recession, but it's going to happen anyway. But number two, which is the thing that I'm surprised most people don't talk about, and that is the government debt. Who is the Fed here to protect? Is it to protect investors? Everyone's got this wrong. They think the Fed is there to protect the investors. They're not. There is a point that they'll protect them and then they'll pull the rug. And that rug pull is here now. It's here. We just saw it yesterday. They're not here to protect the investors anymore. Who are they here to protect? The government. Who put Jerome Powell into his position of power? Who's put Janet Yellen into her position of power? The current administration, the Democrats have put them in power. So why on earth would they then turn their back on the government and the people that have given them the power? They wouldn't. So who are they protecting? They're protecting the government. Now, if you think about, and again, this is another thing everyone gets wrong. They talk about government debt and they say, well, you know, the, surely the government can service the debt. Even if rates go up 5%, they can service the debt on 20 years or 30 years like mortgages. No, that's not how government debt works. It's not 30 years, it's 30 days in the most part. There are some variations to that, but it's 30 days. So this is how government debt is restructured every 30 days or so. I mean, again, there are variations to this, but this is what actually happens. So if you put up these rates too much, you're going to bankrupt the government. Now you imagine if you bankrupt the US government and all these bond holders and treasury holders all around the world, not just in the US, but just think what would actually happen to the confidence of the dollar. I mean, this stuff here that I showed you earlier, this $100 bill will become like this. This is shredded uh, $150 in this bag here. That's what will happen to it. It will just crash, uh, it just plummet. And that would be extremely, extremely bad because they haven't got this uh, new central bank digital currency set up yet, which is what I think they're sort of counting on. They're betting on this CBDC to be ready and available when the time is right. Also remember that banks have bail-in, not bail-out law now. So if a lot of the banks do fail, the, the banks are actually going to bail in what you are, which is a creditor with the bank. If they give you any interest whatsoever, 0.00001%, you are a creditor or they class it as an unsecured loan. Honestly, I'm not making any of this stuff up. This is, these are the comments I get all the time. People think I make this stuff up. Look into it for yourself. This is all factual, ladies and gentlemen. So how did we get here then? How do we get into this position? Well, it's a bit like the straw that broke the camel's back. So the camel was already um, overloaded, shall we say, with straw. It was already overloaded. This is the US economy. The, the camel is the US economy uh, or the US government. And the straw is the debt level. So it was already overloaded. But in the last couple of years, the government has printed via the Treasury, Federal Reserve, have, have created all of this new currency and they've dumped it on top of the camel. And the camel's just buckled and it, it can't get back up. I mean, this is, this is the recession that we're going into because just because it worked in 08, it isn't going to work to this sort of scale that has been happening over the last two years because you can flood a market with too much currency. It leads to inflation, which leads to runaway inflation, 
when you have all of the other conflicts that are going on and energy, and then you have destruction of food supply, destruction of um, new energy exploration and everything else. So when you have all of these components together, it breaks the old mold and no longer works. And remember one other thing, the CPI is manipulated anyway. It isn't just under 9%, it's more like 18% for the USA. They've changed all the metrics. Again, something else I've been talking about since I discovered this, what, three years ago under um, John Williams at Shadow Stats. They are manipulating the CPI and they're swapping things out to make it look better than it is. So already in the US, you have about 18% inflation right now. And I really do feel for those of you who have worked your entire life You've worked hard, you've done the right thing, you've been a good citizen, an honorable person, you've worked your whole life, you've saved up all of this money for your retirement, and now you have 18% inflation, i.e. the destruction of your savings in your bank account. This is completely immoral, and I would say it should be illegal because they have deliberately done it and they should be held accountable to what they've done here. They come up with all these you know, terrible excuses to explain why they've created all this inflation. And remember, the inflation is the tax. And not only that, they're talking now about, oh yeah, but you're getting you know, higher wages, etc. Well, yes, that's true, but then it puts you into a higher tax bracket, so you often pay more tax. So you're getting double tax. You're getting taxed with now this, you know, being put into a higher wage bracket for some people, and then you're being taxed on the inflation. You cannot win under this sort of environment. The only solution is for a new leadership committee to come in, a new system. So to actually have new people at the Federal Reserve, or just get rid of it completely would be the better option. Have new people come in, new leadership in politics that are going to sort this mess out. Because what I do think, and again, this is the final sort of call I'll make here, when the markets and the investors realize what's going on here, that the Fed is bailing out the government and not the investors, I think a lot of people, and when they realize that their pension is about to be destroyed as well, I think a lot of people are going to run for the hills. They're going to pull out their currency and let's say their stocks, their bonds, they're going to just liquidate and go to cash positions. A lot of people are. They're going to try and save as much as they can before everything starts crashing. This is what I think a lot of people are going to do. And then by the time it happens, it's too late for everyone else. And we saw a really good example of this just this week in the cryptocurrency market. We've seen just this massive uh, liquidation in the current crypto market, just this big sell-off. Now use this as an example for what I think is going to happen in the stock markets. I can't tell you when it's going to happen because these things, you know, they tend to keep pumping and, you know, they go a lot longer than you might expect, but it will happen. It is just inevitable. I don't think that we're at the lows as I keep hearing, oh, this is the lows of the stock markets. I, I just don't see it at all. I think we've got a lot lower to go. But again, this is not financial advice. You should really just think about what I've said, apply logic to it, and then just see what you think is right for your situation. But overall, I do think the USA is slowly imploding, both financially and socially at the moment. I don't think this is going to end well at all. I, I really don't. As always, please prepare. Watch the videos on my channel where I teach you about all these uh, things. If you'd like to join the private community, I would highly recommend it. 
Um, the stuff I've talked about here, I make a, a one hour video, so much more in depth every month and I make posts throughout the month. You can see what I'm investing in. You can see all the things that I'm doing and, and teaching on a sort of weekly basis. We have a forum, etc. cetera. Um, highly recommend it, completely up to you though. Uh, but thank you so much for watching today. Really appreciate your time, your subscriptions. Uh, thank you so much for everything you do. Take care, God bless, and I'll see you tomorrow.